My Big Black Fantasy Podcast. Episode 22 starts now. Yeah. Let's take them back. I lost some jewelry. Can you help me find it? Yeah, like, yeah, bitch. The jury is in the pawn shop. The receipts in your niggas' wallet. <laughs> <laughs> Confusion occurs coming up in the cold world. Daddy ain't around. Probably out committing felonies. My favorite rapper used to sing. Check, check out my melody. I'm Hello and welcome to my big black fantasy podcast. This is B. Uh, coming out of week thirteen. Going into week 14. This is playoff time, everybody. Yeah, it's on. It's on. <laughs> this is me. I'm joined with Dog, as usual. What's poppin'? And also joining us a special guest. Special guest star on the show. And I, we're trying to consider if this is going to be the last one of the season or not. Um, Nico Lee. Comedian Nick Nico Lee. Known him for a long time. Avid fantasy player. Um, and quite the record. 10 and 1. 11 and 1. 11 and 1. 11 and 1. Oh. Like I said, the only reason I lost is because Todd Gurley had to sit on the bench for a bye. I know the feeling. That was that was me last year. Uh, to, uh, as I mentioned earlier, um, I have a mirror of last year. I was ten and three last year. Now I'm three and ten. So that's let's talk about this year, baby. Yeah, last year's all. Last year's all I he got has to, to live on. Something he's holding. He's holding on. Broken it's mirror. Huh? It's yeah. bad. It's a very broken mirror. It's been sad all year. Injuries, Dalvin Cook nightmares, right. so on and so forth, and we'll just start. You know, I'll be smarter next year. And I, and actually, let's let's just get into this. This show, I don't think we're going to get too much into what players are available because by now, everybody, if you're in any kind of credible league, then there's no one out there that's probably going to save your fantasy season at this point in the playoffs. We may touch on a little bit, but looking forward to next year. Um, I'll just kick it off at. Three and ten. A lot of lessons learned this year. A lot of lessons learned. Um, these are my lessons. Why are receivers on new teams like Jarvis Landry? And previous to that, last year, Terrell Pryor. Both of those guys have burned me. You have to be cognizant of these wide receivers going to new teams, going to new systems, new coaches, new uniforms, new everything. Those aren't the guys you necessarily want to lay your fantasy season on. Last year, I was able to survive it with, with even though I picked Terrell Pryor. This year, Jarvis Landry was a non-factor for me and basically drugged the whole team down. Wow. So going into next year, I would say to everyone as advice, taking it from a 3-10 and 10 guy, don't put a lot on new receivers in new places. Take a look, that sort of thing. Also, your first two picks are extremely important. That's one thing. You can't miss on either one. You can't miss on either one. So just like, again, and I, I hate to go back to last year, but just to give you a comparison. Last year, I went Gordon and Gurley. Great. Hit on both of them. How'd you get both of them? Well, you remember Gurley was coming off that bad year. Oh, so people will let him go yeah. the second round, whatever. This year, I went Gordon and Dalvin Cook. Can't miss on your first two picks. That's the thing that I came out of it. Um, then... Lastly, and this is, I think, something that's going to sweep the nation, and you heard it here first on my Big Black Fantasy podcast, everybody. Pat Mahomes might be the first pick of the draft next year, and he might, might be. be my he might be my be- first pick, even though I'm so running back friendly. I want running backs on my team. I don't know how you can because I'm I'm guessing is Pat is he and we got to research this. He's got to be leading the league in points, he right? Him or Gurley or something like that. Yeah, he has to be. I don't know why. Quarterbacks, I'm sure. Yeah. yeah so my thing is, why not go for him first? Right. First pick, and and Top was on the show last week. Said the same thing. First pick, 
a guy who could go for 50 any point of the season, um, a guy, especially with this rule, they're protecting their quarterbacks now in the NFL that, to where you almost don't have to worry about the guy missing games, getting hit, that sort of yeah, thing. You can't blow on them too hard. Exactly. So why not Cheryl. Pat Mahomes for a first pick? And I'll, I'll leave that out to you, and, and I'll go to – let me go to Dog first yeah. and, and let him give us his revelations about this season going into next, and then we'll, we'll let our, our guest star, Nico, jump right on him. Well, see, this year, y'all, you know, I slid into the playoffs. You know, I'm seven and six. There it is. But, you know, I struggled to get into the playoffs due to the simple fact my first two picks were wide receivers. Yeah. So, you know, I'm strong at the wide receiver position, but my running backs are beat up. You know, and um, so, you know, like what I would recommend for the draft next year is go running backs first. I wouldn't go out and get Mahomes my first pick. No, I would go get a girly if I was the number one pick. Or a strong, you know, couple running backs and get back into that system. See, it was hard for me to pass on D Hop this draft because I picked eleventh, mm-hmm. and you know, I was like, man, I need a you know superstar. Sure, you know. And then when you get a draft, when the lights get on, sometimes you get a little nervous. <laughs> you know, you don't want to pass on. How can you pass on DeAndre Hopkins and he's there? Yeah, absolutely. you know what I mean. It's hard. You know, mm-hmm. go. Who are you going to get at eleven? Jordan Howard. You know what I mean. Yeah. So it's like. Um, you know, it's, it also depends where you pick, but you know, just keep a system and uh, stay consistent. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, that's why I'm like, you know, it's hard for me right now. I'm seven and six. I barely got in, and but you know, hey man, I'm playing for the bread, and I'm gonna try to bust their head. You know, like there it is. That's right. you know, it's, I'm just suit them up, baby, because you know I'm coming at them. Absolutely, you know what I'm saying. So. Mm-hmm. That's what I would do, man. Just I, I would still get running backs, though. Yeah. It, it, and like I said, I'm not saying Mahomes for sure. I'm just saying I'm open to the idea of saying when that, whenever that pick comes to me next year, whether it's first or eighth, and I, considering picking that dude up first and letting the chips fall where it may. Take your 50-point player a game, possibly, and then figuring out the, that for the rest <clears> of the year. Absolutely. Nico, 10-1. and 11-1. 11 11, sorry, 11-1. and one. My bad. I can't count today. It's, it's okay. Eleven and one. Then he won the Super Bowl. Yeah. So I've been in my league three years. It's called gridiron bashing. Mm-hmm. Um, I basically don't know how to lose. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> you got one of those. Yeah. I mean, basically, in each season, I haven't lost more than three games during the regular season. Mm-hmm. So this year, the two previous years, I, uh, my strong guy was Randall Cobb. He was just he just came through consistently every game. Mm-hmm. Um, this year, I didn't feel so strongly about him. So I was set to my first pick was going to be Antonio Brown. Mm-hmm. I'm, a, I'm a receiver, so I'm yeah. receivers near and dear to my heart. But yeah, he wasn't there. I had the second pick, and I saw Gurley there, and I was like, "Ta-da!" Yeah, <laughs> they, the floodgates opened up. I took Gurley. Yeah, uh, another guy that came on strong for me last year was uh, Thomas from uh, New Orleans. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I liked his I liked his second uh, season half of play, and I was like, "I got to get that guy." Sure. And sure, sure enough, he put up a 41 for me one game. He had like 221 yards mm-hmm. pass, and it was just it was just beastly. Yeah, he a beast. Mm-hmm. So um, I won my first year. Uh, lost in the Super Bowl my second year, and I'm uh, slated to like win the whole thing again. Um, I got like Lamar Miller, who's he's streaky. He's pick, picking up though. He's picking up, but he's kind of streaky. Um, I picked up that young cat Kirk out of um, like late Arizona, season, Arizona. Out of Arizona. Mm-hmm. He did a real good job for me. Mm-hmm. I had Gabriel for a second because I'm really strict with my receivers. You got to like producing me every week, yeah. Or otherwise, it's, you're, you're going gone. to the bench. Yeah. I got Jared. My quarterbacks are Jared Goff. He's he's streaky, but he's 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 consistent. Mm-hmm. I, I've had Matt Ryan all three years for some reason, but he's done it for me. I don't know why, but it just. But the crazy thing about fantasy with me is like, 
all the people in my league hate me because I'm just they're following me the whole year. Yeah. <laughs> but the crazy thing is, like, if I'd have played this guy on a certain week, mm-hmm. I would have lost because he literally sp- scored more points than me. Right. So it's, yeah. all, it's a lot of luck. It is. Sure. So, it is. No, it is. And and like I said, this and year good, and a little bit of good coaching. Yeah, a <laughs> little bit, little bit of that. <laughs> but no, this year I led the the league in points scored against me. Which is not something you want to. <laughs> you don't want to lead in that because <laughs> most likely you end up th- three and ten. But you take the L's. Um, you mentioned you had golf. Um, where do you drive golf next year? This is another question. You know, Ooh, yeah. Uh, where do you? Because and we started talking about this last week. It seems like everything is upside down. Like if you went Rogers Brady on your list for quarterbacks this year, they're probably toward the bottom right now. Absolutely. And the, the folks that were able to get Mahomes and golf really. In the bottom part of that draft, absolutely, that's how it was this year. Rolled so, out, I mean, he'll be available like fourth or fifth round. I yeah, think. yeah, so, that's what I was about to say. Yeah, but you know, one thing about Aaron Rodgers, mm-hmm. I think Brady's age caught up to him. Mm-hmm. But Aaron Rodgers, he's going to get in a new system and shit. If he's Aaron Rodgers is around fifth or sixth round, he's my quarterback next year. Right? Yeah, I want to give a damn. That's that's you the know, thing. Yeah, you're gonna. Have I to... still got to fight. Mm-hmm. I'll take Aaron Rodgers. It's Can't tough count to Drew Brees out either, though. No, yeah. not at all. Yeah, it's, Drew Brees is still up there. It's tough to leave Aaron Rodgers and to pass them by. Aaron Rodgers, Drew Brees, Tom Brady next year. I, I will not touch with a ten foot pole. You weren't going to touch him this year. And I, I, I went. The lights against, came on. I the draft. <laughs> I went, <laughs> felt good. I went against what I said yeah. in the podcast, and that's what burned me. But Tom Brady <laughs> is like a game manager now, which is sad to see. But yeah. but the thing is. He he's still winning, and he could probably still have a good career for another two, three years, yeah, doing me. exactly what he's doing. That so yeah. line. he's in the recliner chair back there. Yeah, so it's, it's it, you know New England is just a trip, man. They got all these running backs now. You know, I have, mm-hmm. I have James White, and he's been balling for me all year. But I hated to see that Burkhead's back. You yeah. know, like so. You know, then you got Michelle in there, so it's like. You know, they spitting spitting plays. Yeah, huh? you know, yeah. Deion. I mean, uh, not Deion Lewis, but James White's going to get his looks. But it's still like a little iffy, like. But I have to play him. Mm-hmm. I mean, he ain't been balling for me all year. Yeah. So if I sit him on the bench, I look like a fool, and he dumps thirty. Sure. Right, right. You know what yeah, I'm saying? And that's, that's the most hurtful feeling. Yeah. And then the guy you sub in has four points. Yeah, but they're run heavy now. New England mm-hmm. is run heavy, mm-hmm. and then Brady just has to make that you know a Those good screen. throw, third Those down screen. throw, little mm-hmm. screen. Right. You know he doesn't go deep anymore. That's why you know Josh uh, Gordon is not too effective in fantasy. I think because he doesn't. You know he's not like. Getting thrown to like if Aaron Rodgers was thrown to him yeah, or Josh Gordon you needs know. to stay on a team for two years. Yeah, That's the thing. he's not a you yeah. know he's not with a gunslinger. Brady's not a gunslinger anymore. Mm-hmm. Last year he was throwing fifty plus times a game. Right. Yeah. And with New England, it's almost like you're playing a college team. You're not playing like a a team. You're playing like a program. Like you're playing like Ohio State or you're right. playing like Nebraska because they they do the same thing despite who's on the team. So it's like you're playing a college team. Um, Josh Gordon next year. I, people would go crazy. I still can't touch him until, like what Nico said, he needs to be on a team for a year, worry-free, before right. I could be like, okay, here's the fifth pick for Josh Gordon. Right. Yeah. It's, it's but, always tricky because like, yeah. I, my advice for fantasy players next year would be, my top three would be, if I could, if I could get it, it's probably not going to happen, mm-hmm. it would be uh, Gurley, mm-hmm. it would be Stephon Diggs, and uh, Thomas out of New Orleans. Yeah. That would be my top three because, but then you never know, and then you can you can get a garbage quarterback down the line. Look what look what Ryan Fitzpatrick did the first four weeks. Yeah, he yeah, was, he was having like forty points a game. Exactly, and he wasn't even supposed to play. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. No, for me, yeah. look looking at next year, I think two guys that I kind of let slip by me, but won't do it this year, would be Tyreek Hill 
and Woods. Uh, yeah, I think yeah, I think absolutely. you have to start oh, looking yeah, at USC boy. Yeah, and also McCaffrey. Those three guys. Right. McCaffrey's running hard yeah. in between the tackles, too. Right? Yeah. He's the goal line back. He's an every fact, down back now. Yeah, as a matter of fact, when I lost that game, McCaffrey went for like 48 on me. Oh, sure. yeah. <laughs> that, that, yeah, that, that's, yeah, that sounds about right. But I didn't believe, first of all, I didn't believe a couple of things. I didn't believe when his coach said, oh, we're going to try to get him 30 touches a game. I didn't believe. I thought it was bullshit. I called bullshit. I was like, the dude is sounds five like foot it, right, seven. Right. He's not going to touch the ball 30 times. And he's like, no, 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 we're going to do it. And he, they've done that. Yeah, you don't even know who their backup running back is. Who he is left. Yeah, C.J. Anderson left. Yeah, but who else now? Oh, wow. Nobody yeah, knows. He, he, he stays on the field. Yeah, because there's no need for a backup because he's catching and running balls the whole time. Doug, who next year are you targeting? You know, And this is super early, obviously, but next year, who who do you think you're going to start You know, a targeting? Well, shit, you know, especially depending on where I pick, I would love to have Gurley. Yeah. You know, uh, Thielen is nice. Yeah, that's Absolutely. another one. That's, that's another one. one. Um, you know, D-Hop is out there. Mm-hmm. You know, um, shit, man. You know, good running backs and, you know, just, I don't know, man. I have to do my studying. Exactly. Really, I have to do my studying, man. And, Nico, what uh, what type of league are you in? 12 team? 12 team. Yeah. 12 yeah. team is always the challenge. That's When you get into 14. The first year we were 10. I think this might be the first year we were only uh, 12. We yeah, 10 team is a lot easier. Yeah, <laughs> because you have There's a lot of available. players. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, available. You know, you get cats that are uh, dumping like uh, uh, players like Diggs. So you'll be like, oh, I dropped Diggs this week. And you're like, yeah, well, well, we got two passes. Yeah. yeah. Don't worry. He'll come back next week and catch 11 for 149. Exactly. <laughs> no, it's, it's yeah, it's, it's a challenge with, but then you get to fourteen. Fourteen gets like unreal. Oh, be, but I, I then you're play. you're playing like the second string running back, hoping he gets in the game. Like basically, cheerleader or something. Yeah, and there's some guys who do sixteen and so on and so forth. That's but crazy. twelve PPR is kind of where we stay. That's our our league every year. Um, okay, let's give them some knowledge a little bit. Um, let's see, disappointment of the week this week for you, doggy. Who who's uh, your disappointment? Well, for me, it was um, Eckler. Mm-hmm. You know, I expected more out of him. Yeah. Um, but, you know, this young cat came along, Jackson. That's who I mentioned last week. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, you know, um, you know, I have to play Eckler next week if Gordon's out. You know, if Gordon's out, hey, I got to put him in there because when I don't play him, he's dumping 20-plus points. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So I think he was my disappointment this week. I thought he should have got a lot more touches and, mm-hmm. you know, but, hey, the game went, you know, how it went. So, And, Nico, who who are you disappointed in? I'm gonna I'm gonna have a I got a team disappointment. Okay, yeah, I've had a team disappointment all <clears throat> my, year. My Go team ahead. disappointment is the New Orleans Saints this week. It oh. seems like they just they had yeah. like a turkey hangover. They oh, still they had seven down. days, yeah. yeah. And it's like you you think the Dallas was the best team ever defensively. The way they just pressured Breeze, he mm-hmm. couldn't get a pass off. Mm-hmm. I'm talking about they studied some tape because New Orleans laid a big fat egg before Easter, sure, and after Easter, sure. Um, my disappointment, Marlon Mack with the Colts. Uh, Thought he was ready for prime time. Thought the Colts were ready for prime time. He, they're facing a struggling Jags team, mm. and they get shut out. Not a field goal, not a safety, nothing. He ends up with, what is it, three points, and then again leaves early, which has been sort of the signal or the, the symbol of my season. Running backs leaving early is what's happened to me, I think, about the last four weeks in a row. Mm. So Marlon Mack, not respond and again he's coming off a concussion so he's got that excuse but that was my disappointment of the week uh rising star for you doggy who is it shit man you know everybody's overlooked this cat man he's gonna win the bread for me okay my man russell wilson man oh you know he's back you know everybody you know 
is really not really talking about Russell this year. Mm-hmm. You know, but quiet is kept. He's slowly but surely like creeping up at the right time. They, yeah. They're always you dangerous. Know? Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, I'm going to ride with my main man, Russell Wilson, as my rising star. Yeah. And we hardly talk about him on the show because it's just like he's just coasting. Now he's starting to elevate his game. But that's Seattle. Every year Seattle goes through a, a dead period, and you end up with guys like Baldwin who start off slow, and then he he wakes up. Russell Wilson does the same thing. Next year, Russell Wilson's probably in the same spot in the draft, somewhere in the middle of the quarterbacks. Yeah, fifth, sixth round. Fifth, sixth round. And he's going to be there with Cam Newton around that sure. bunch. And you, you'd hope that Seattle – will improve itself a little bit. So, yeah, next year, moving forward, I don't have a problem with Russell Wilson on my team. No. Or Cam Newton, for that matter. Damn right. Um, your rising star there. My rising star, he's kind of a sleeper, um, but I like him still. Mm-hmm. Um, he's only averaging about 11 points a game. Mm-hmm. But uh, is um, I think once they have another year together, they'll be really good. It's Taylor Gabriel, the uh-huh. receiver for uh, Chicago. Chicago. Sure. He's, a, he's, he's, he's got great hands. He's got great speed. He runs great routes. I just think once they get this full year under their belt, mm-hmm. the sky's the limit for both of those guys next year. I've watched every game these last few weeks as the Bears throw the ball to everybody but Allen Robinson. Right. You know, that's true. They've right. been it's been Miller, it's been Cohen, it's been Gabriel. To some extent, it's been Burton. Allen Robinson ended up with twelve points last week, and that's been the highest he'd gotten for me since uh, I've had him. Basically, I, I of course missed the game where he scored thirty-one points. I had him on the bench, which was awesome. So my rising star, Doggy kind of previewed it, Justin Jackson. I touched on him last week. There's always a concern with a guy the size of um, Eckler, and this is the McCaffrey theory too, is that you don't know if he's going to carry a full load like for you. Sproles. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So especially as the weather gets a little, you know, colder, and you're, and I think the Chargers are definitely going to have a grow playoff game. I I would imagine a uh, guy like Justin Jackson has a little bit of size to him might become sort of that workhorse or the early down back. And, you know, if you got a spot on your bench, go grab Justin if you, if you have not already. But but if you're an expert, if you're listening to the show, you're probably an expert like us. So you've already probably grabbed Justin Jackson. But if you haven't, go ahead and pick him up. Pick him up. Um, where we were right last week, uh, Doggy, where were you right? Um, Man, I was right with uh, really starting Chris Carson, mm-hmm. you know, and um, but – and but you know I still bench Drake and uh, Davis, mm-hmm. but you know Chris Carson did a pretty good job. He had twelve points. Um, he had two opportunities to get in the box, but he didn't. But he ran pretty hard, caught his target. So mm-hmm. you know that's where I was right. Yeah, Nico, uh, I was right because I won oh. <laughs> again. <laughs> no, but I would say um, just sticking with Gurley, man. Yeah, I mean, oh, you yeah, can't lose, man. He put up thirty three. What he put up thirty three. And some change. Yeah. Where I golf had a measly 10. It's like, if you don't have girly, your, your season's done. I think everyone with girly's in first place. Everyone with girly's got to be in first Major. place. So I'm thinking that guy that took Antonio Brown before mm. me in my league. I don't even know who you are, but appreciate that. Wow. Because I was really going with Brown. Wow. Now, I have a question for you, sure. you guys. Yeah. On, like, who do we think's washed up? Yeah. I think that I saw this guy at Cal. He was mm-hmm. explosive as heck his first Two three years in the season, mm-hmm. but he's he's like really hasn't made no noise. What about what do y'all think about Deshaun Jackson? He's done. well. No, you know what? I'm not going to say Deshaun is done. Deshaun needs when he's with Fitzpatrick. I mean, he looks great. Mm-hmm. You know, it's just like he has no chemistry whatsoever with Jameis. Mm-hmm. Jameis is more like 
a Mike Evans type of quarterback could just throw it up to the big uh, – to that area. Just even with Humphreys. Humphreys right. is the big receiver. Right. You saw he's throwing it up to those big receivers. Right. Yeah. They're getting up, mm-hmm. you know. But uh, I think Deshaun, he needs another system. I think I just yeah, he needs another system. He but he's quickly. not washed up, yeah. you know. But Deshaun is just not a big receiver. He's not big enough, mm-hmm. you know, for that system. He's when he in. first came in, speed, his speed was killing everything. Yeah, sure. It's like Vince. See, that's like a Vincent Jackson system. Right. Yeah, you know. No, I think the thing with him is is like you said, the first few years you you couldn't defend him. Right. Um, but what happens over time is people start figuring you out. People watch tape and they figure you out. Absolutely. And then. What happens is your whole game becomes speed, and if yeah. they water that down, it's it's over. Um, the thing, and this was going into this draft, I looked at Tyreek Hill as possibly being that same kind of boom bust player, and I was horribly wrong. I, I thought he has that a better quarterback, yeah, well that too. Mm. I thought that you know those speed guys that are kind of the gimmicky, you know, long long ball sort of threat, whatever. They have their moment, but. In terms of when you're playing fantasy and you're trying to get somebody consistent week to week, mm-hmm. like Dog said, he's great with Fitzpatrick, but when is he going to play with Fitzpatrick again? Yeah, right. and you can't bank on that from week to or week. Michael you Vick. never know the way Winston be acting. <laughs> he might yeah. be tomorrow. Yeah, he might grab another crotch or something. <laughs> yeah, grab him by the pussy. Um, where I was right, Dante Pettis, 49ers, twenty nine points. Told you to pick him up last week. Wow. I picked him up, but just didn't put him in the lineup. Well, we scored three points. And he had twenty. And he had twenty three. Yeah, it was awesome. <laughs> so, so yeah, uh, figure more uh, from him in that regard. Still, Garcon has been banged up all year. Um, I don't, good, I'm not sold on Garcon. I think Garcon's best days are behind. Yeah, and Goodwin is. I think he said he's coming back to the team Monday. Um, I think Pettis. They they've got to figure out a way to see what they've got next year for when Garoppolo returns. Yeah, well, if Garoppolo doesn't do stupid stuff like just go out of bounds yeah, well, when you're trying to make another football move. Yeah. And that's like it was just the perfect storm for my Niners after that. Just, no, no. That it was like, it was like season a, was done. It was I like round. how he takes out porno stars, though. Uh-huh. That's yeah. a blast, right? That's important. Who's that? He, the Garoppolo, Garoppolo dated oh, porno stars. Sure. Good for him. <laughs> no, that's that's the whole reason I named my team Jimmy Garoppolo. That's 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 hella creative. <laughs> I didn't know. No, that's that that got to know more about my team. Yeah, you got to study up. That's yeah. that's your quarterback. Absolutely, going out in the street with these porn stars. He can definitely <laughs> is pretty. Make it definitely do a head and shoulders commercial. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> um, okay, let's see. So we did where we were right, where we were wrong. Where were you wrong, doggy? Oh man, I wasn't. Well, with Eckler, <laughs> yeah, you know, but how can you? Not put him in the lineup, mm-hmm. and Gordon is out. Yeah, sure. uh, you know, so basically that's it, man. And um, leaving my boy Kenyon Drake on the bench, you know, because mm-hmm. I've been kicking myself, telling myself when Tannehill's in there, he's a different type of player. Sure, you know, Tannehill opens up. The, I swallow with some shit, mm-hmm. so you know, Tannehill give him the little dump passes, and they have to respect Tannehill's arm a little bit. Yeah, so uh, that's where I was wrong. Mm-hmm. And Nico, any regrets this week? Yeah, I um. I should have benched golf and started Deshaun Watson. My three quarterbacks are golf, Deshaun Watson, and Matt Ryan. That's hard mm-hmm. to do, though. So it is hard yeah. to do. And then when you don't do it, uh, Watson just goes and explodes. But he only had 18.9. Mm-hmm. But, I mean, golf only had fucking 10 points. Yeah. And, and, and fucking Ryan had 9.4. So I was wrong just point-wise by not, start, uh, not starting switching up and starting Deshaun Watson. Because, as you can see, mm-hmm. if golf doesn't have a good game, girl, he fucking is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, you can't really go. You, you're uh, you have a good problem with those two. <laughs> Great good problem, problem to have. I was wrong with Quincy Anunwa with the Jets. Thought that him coming back fully healthy, 
a shot against Tennessee, who basically kind of gave up the the farm to Dallas with Damari Cooper the week before, mm. thought that maybe Anunwa might have a moment. He had the targets, just could not be effective in terms of catching the ball. But when you're three and ten, and that's like you're, you're grasping at straws, that was the position you, you I'm got, in. You, you, I had you to do an it. experiment. I had experiment. Yeah, and I, I had I had that boy for one week, but dropped him just due to circumstances on the roster. Sure, and he started off like gangbusters, yeah. and really since uh, Sam Darnold got hurt, he has he's been out and you know whatever. But I was wrong, but horribly wrong. He only scored two points, which is horrible. Um, now, what do we think about Sam Darnold? We like Sam Darnold. I like Sam. Yeah. I think this was a good year for him. Sure. You know, just ex- coming out it up here. under his belt. Yeah. yeah. You know, to um, get his feet wet. Mm-hmm. I think he'll be fine. I think he'll be like a, a good backup quarterback next year on somebody's fantasy football team. Mm-hmm. Solid. Yeah. And I think he proved he belonged, if nothing else. Absolutely. He might be better than Derek Carr. I think that, that might, might be accurate. Be. Yeah. <laughs> that might be accurate. Derek Carr sucks. He, yeah, I don't right. even but think you know anybody what, drafted him. But mm. but you and I'm a. I got three favorite teams. It's the 49ers and whoever plays the Cowboys and the Raiders. <laughs> Those are my three favorite teams. But I will I will give this to the uh, to Carr. That all that old line was like um, Pop Warner. Old oh sure. They yeah, they, they had a lot of rookies him at all. Yeah, they had he, a lot he of had no protection. So yeah, no, they're a bad team. Yeah. And I mean. And, he just has not taken that step. I mean, I don't right. know how you go from being an MVP candidate one year Absolutely. to two years later. You're starting to wonder if the Raiders will be in Vegas without him. That's that's yeah, really where that's exactly. at. But no, Sam. You, okay. Well, what do you do with, uh, as the Raiders? Like, do you change your name to the Las Vegas Pirates? I like. <laughs> <laughs> you're the Raiders. No, you're going to be in Vegas. Gruden prostitution has a, Gruden and gambling. has a plan, man. Yeah. No, you got to so still be the go Raiders. With that. Well, he better have a plan. They paid him a hundred million dollars. That's why they sure. couldn't. They, that's why they couldn't keep Mac. Yeah. Or yeah. the black punter. Or who else they got rid of? They got rid of somebody else. Um, Amari, Cooper. Amari Cooper. Amari Cooper. Right? Sure. Sure. Well, Amari's like, thanks, man. I got a playoff chance now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> He has an all-around chance. But yeah, absolutely. He's in a better organization right now. So do now. we think that John Gruden's going to bring them to the promised land, or we think he's just going to get $100 million and, and have Raider fans kill people? Well, I, I mm-hmm. think if John, like if he doesn't get it within three or four years, I think he's going to just step down. You think mm-hmm. so? Yeah. You know, I think he's that type of guy to look you know, at his owner like, look, look, I can't do it no more. Right. Mm-hmm. I'm just get out your way. I'm was, not going to stay here no 10 years. Yeah, it was hard to get him out that booth in the first place. He yeah, was living the life. Sure. Because, I mean, that money is ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. But, no, I think the thing is, he – there's a plan here. And yeah, the, we have so many first-round draft picks. Yeah. The next couple of years. So, we're rebuilding. Yeah. Absolutely. The, but, the plan, as I've said before, is to go into Vegas, into that new stadium, with the opportunity to tell ticket buyers, we're picking first. Yeah. Or, we already have the first-round pick, and it's this quarterback, this receiver – this running back, this pass rusher, something to sell these people on this stadium and this team in Vegas. He doesn't have to be good next year. The beginning of, I guess, what is it, after next season, 2021, when they're going to Vegas, there has to be a spark. And I'm not saying they're going to win the Super Bowl that that year, but there has to be something that they're telling these people. Yeah. To where they're selling boxes, the casinos right. are bringing in whales to stay another night so they can get them tickets to the game. Right. You know, this this shit is not just about playing football. No, no <laughs> this it's shit, a bigger it's a whole this market. This is yeah. much bigger than that. As we've discussed on this show, the ability to get people in Vegas to stay an extra night instead of leaving Saturday morning to stay through Sunday to watch a game mm-hmm. and stay Sunday Even night. Even if you're not going to the game. Exactly. Yeah. 
to gamble that you that go to a buffet. Yeah. Or, or anything. Show, right. gamble, strip club. What happened? Uh-huh. Yeah. Well, that's that's dog. <laughs> that's dog neck of the woods. But that's that's the thing. And so Gruden, that's the plan. He'd be crazy if that wasn't the plan. He couldn't win this year. Why not give these people in Vegas something sexy in two years? Either that a draft pick, a quarterback, what have you. You know, and in all in other, what what if the draft is in Vegas that year? That's big, baby. That's huge. Ooh. You might want to go ahead and try to uh, <laughs> trademark that. Or something. Yeah, no, that's a hell of an idea. That's a that, hell of an idea. The year they move, have the draft in Vegas. Has that ever even been done? No, Those no. Kids going to be in trouble. It. They might not do that. Yeah, yeah, right. that is true. Too much going on. Too much. Yeah, they might. Too many holes. That's a lot in Vegas. And there won't be no pros. No, no. pros because you might not make it to the league. That's why. That's why I'm kind of still. I'm kind of worried about the Raiders because just the Raider mentality <laughs> in Vegas, going to Vegas. Like, oh, that's, yeah. that's that's something to be looked at. Whatever it is, it'll be entertaining. I yeah. mean, I'm, <laughs> exactly. there'll be there'll be odds on like the first Raider hooker story. Right, like right, the exactly. first first incident with a hooker. Yeah, there'll be odds on that. Yeah, odds on it happening before December first. Right. You know? yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, like people betting on that shit, like propositions or whatever. Um, <laughs> sneaky play of the week this week, doggy. What's your sneaky play going into this week, week 14, first week of the playoffs? Um, I would have to say Kenyon Drake. Mm-hmm. It's going to be my sneaky play. Uh, but hopefully, I can knock a couple of these wet rat. I mean, cats. I'm talking about rats. Yeah. Think about holes and shit. Yeah, that's the, but, uh, the women you date. Yeah, yeah I'm hoping <laughs> I knock a couple of these cats off the waiver wire. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Mm-hmm. And then we'll talk about that. I know you're going to be talking about a waiver wire a little later. So, uh, yeah, you know, that's what I'm hoping. Then that will be a definite sneaky play. Sneaky play. There's a few injuries out there. Okay, Nico, sneaky play. Uh, well, I just looked on my list. I just realized uh, they just put my boy Kirk on IR. So I didn't even oh, know that. Oh, wow. Mm. So um, trouble, that was, was going to be him. But um, mm-hmm. I guess maybe I have to just go with um, somebody who hasn't really had a big year. It's going to be my uh, backup tight end, Kyle Rudolph. I might play him and see what it's about time for him to do something sure so well, he did something what last week like, two weeks ago points, yeah two, two weeks ago, ago i had him and he had 15 it's about time yeah I, I, it's, about, I, it's about time i man. dropped his ass though yeah but cousins is starting to look for him now more yeah and and, and what did i say last week about Kirk yeah, Cousins? 8.9 a game so yeah in my league so it's like mm-hmm. I, I need like a hot 15 from you yeah but no what did i say about Kirk cousins last week i said would he shrink in that moment going to new england and he, he shrank did. yeah he shrank he's and that's why the redskins when they see that they say you know what that's why we didn't sign him long term yeah, right. because of stuff like that he's the moment is too big for him he's great one of shit i want a fantasy title with him last year well, but in nfl <laughs> in the nfl you're only as good as your last yeah he, the moment is too big for him most times uh, sneaky play of the week for me, the Bills defense versus the Jets. Yeah. Um, Jets just struggled with the Titans. Why not have the Bills at home? Bills defensively, very good. Also, offensively, Cold as hell. Yeah. Oh, yeah, bad yeah. weather. Jump all over the Bills this week. Okay, they, As a matter of fact, they manhandled the Jets just, what, three weeks ago or something like that. So the Bills defense against the Jets, I think, is my sneaky play of the week. Um Let's see. You want to talk waiver wire pickups? Just this a little bit. Okay, go ahead. Well, you know, I'm looking at uh, Jeff Wilson down in San Francisco, the running back down there. He looks he looked pretty good. good, man. He fumbled though, but he yeah, looked good. he still looks good though. And because mm-hmm. um, you know, Breida, he, he has these ankle issues. Oh and my god! So he's always limping around. Yeah. And then you know, you have to look at uh, For real. Samuels in Pittsburgh. 
Yeah. Um, grab him. No telling what's going on with Connor. Oh, Jesus. That's another one of my injured running backs. You know, and um, yeah. that's about it. That's mm-hmm. who I'm looking forward, you know, to trying to get. But if not, I'm still ready for the bread. Ready for the bread. <laughs> Nico, who are you looking at for the wire over wire? Um, I don't know. I'm going to have to go back to Old Faithful. If he can, if he can get some touches, I'm going to say Frank Gore. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, yeah, he's 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 always as long as he plays. I mean, he's he's yeah. you know what they say. Uh, what is a running back's life? They say six years in the league. Yeah, and he's just he's going and going <laughs> he's, and going. So yeah. taking people's jobs, Absolutely. whatever. Yeah, so I'm, I'm gonna go ahead and say Frank Gore. He's just he's just been that consistent for me. Now back to Breida though. I went mm-hmm. to the game mm-hmm. uh, when they played the Chargers. We were on the second. We had the second. We had second row seats. I mean, it was, the seats were so good. I had to stand up to mm-hmm. look over the Charger players. Wow, the, the, that game is so fast when you're looking at it on, on ground level. Mm-hmm. But like you said, his ankles. I mean, I'm worried about him because if he can stay healthy, when we get McKinnon back, <laughs> mm. oh yeah, he's a beast. Watch out. Yeah, he's a beast. Yeah, and he's the, very explosive. Yeah. No, and the thing is, you got to appreciate very about Brita. Explosive. Brita is try to play through pain which is great the, yeah. but on the other end he's always hurt so you don't know whether to start he's, him or right, not absolutely so he may need somebody like a McKinnon to where they could split the role split and the I, and, right. and I think that was the idea this year that was the idea I think cuz he was he was he, yeah. he was leading the league from scrimmage for a minute yeah and so, then yeah and then, he that, just then they both don't have to work so hard that I think that's the idea for next year and then you're, you 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 expand your running back life for both of them mm-hmm. very good and so we got a comedian in the house folks so yeah. we've gotten through all the work part of the show Nico, what's going on? Comedy, what are you doing? What you up to? What's happening? Well, right now I'm raising my niece because um, I just got to. My mom passed away. So mm-hmm. my Sorry to hear, that. Sorry to hear that. My brother's not doing what he's supposed to do. Shout out to you. Your dad. I feel like a baby mama, and he's the deadbeat daddy. Uh-huh. But on the uh, comedy tip, I just basically um, finished up. I was uh, had a comedy room at the Corkalachi Hera yeah. for the last 19 months. Sure. So we had a good run. Basically, I'm just looking for another comedy room to um, to do my thing at. But basically, I'm just out in the streets. Mm-hmm. Doing skits. Oh, that's cool. Um, you can get me at Nico to stand up on Instagram. There it is, Nico Athon on Facebook, mm-hmm. and I'm um, performing at a club near you. Just don't know where yet. <laughs> Comedian for hire. For he, hire, he will show up. He does kids parties I too. Do kids? No, I don't know. About well, maybe kids not. Parties. Yeah, sorry, <laughs> sorry about but, that. But I do the backyard boogie. Yeah, bar mitzvah. Mm-hmm. Uh, after pass, uh, repass at a funeral. Sure, I hook it up exactly, and he'll have the people of the funeral lion or, or, or laughing, or maybe not <laughs> lion, lion <laughs> laughing, whatever. I can't talk today. <laughs> yeah, so no, so Nico at the it was at the cork for a while. Very funny. It had Nico's playhouse, right? Nico's neighborhood. Nico's neighborhood. Yeah, I'm thinking about some sexual shit. There you Always Nico's <laughs> playhouse. <laughs> I'm sorry. That yeah, was but just a, just a bit of background. I was in the movie Baby Boy. I did a movie yeah. called Rude Boy that Bentley Evans produced, mm-hmm. and I did Comic View back in '03. So I got a little resume just trying to add to it because it's not a, a track meet; it's a marathon with this game. Exactly. So how do you get the bravery to get up on stage in front of people? And basically, I think it's the biggest dare in the world because you're telling people essentially you're about to laugh, Absolutely. and when you don't deliver on that, there's <laughs> there's problems. There's an issue. Yeah. yeah. There's, there's a, so how how where do you draw that from? Did you always know you were going to be able to do that? I didn't because basically when I went to I went to Xavier in New Orleans and they had this talent show and I was like, uh, let me just throw a little five minutes set together see what I can do. Now of course you're not going to win a talent show because it's a Catholic school, sure, and you got gospel singers mm-hmm. and poets and yeah. rappers. So I just wanted to see if I can make people laugh and I made people laugh and I was like, hey, maybe I can do this. So it, I I kind of get like an adrenaline rush just making people laugh. So mm-hmm. it just makes me feel good. So. Oh, that's good. Yeah. 
Is anyone what's like the, where's the story where you bomb? Like what what is the like the worst oh, bombing? Oh, the worst bombing I, yeah. I used to have the psychic soul connection joke. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I, I thought it was hilarious. Like remember the girl was coming up like, I lost some jewelry. Can you help me find it? Yeah, yeah. like, yeah, bitch, the jury is in the pawn shop, the receipts in your niggas wall. <laughs> so that was funny. It that was. was funny. I mean, yeah. I got the timing down, so I was yeah. at the Reed and C West. Sure. <laughs> and this is my first time back out here. I was like 20 years old. And so I started telling a joke, right? And the DJ was like, ever, ever, Oh, the and DJ the bomb, got you. the bomb effect. So the host comes up, and we're struggling over the mic. I'm like, he's like, is that it? I'm like, is that it? He's like, yeah, it's over, man. You got to come back next week, man. So that's the slowest walk off stage ever. But then my mentor, rest in peace, Ricky Harris, yeah. was yeah. right there. Um, and he said, man, if you love this shit, fuck with it. If you don't, then don't. And I actually reevaluated, reevaluated my whole life for like four months. Like, do I want to do this shit? No, mm-hmm. I don't want to do it. So Ricky Harris was real instrumental in me doing uh, doing comedy and being successful at it. So. It's it's not for everybody. People mm-hmm. tell you, "Oh man, you funny man. You need to get on stage." Yeah. Like, not everybody. It's not for everybody. So what what do the comedy groupies be like? Like what is that? What is that comedy groupie oh, crowd about? Because I know because everybody has a fetish. Like I was on a, a trip with my wife and my kid. We were on a Disney cruise, and there are people who were on the Disney cruise that didn't have any kids, and they're just on the Disney well, cruise. Well, You're like adults. That's kind of weird. Well, that's the thing. I think there's a Disney like princess sex fetish or some <laughs> shit. Because it was weird. You'd be walking and there's all these kids and you're like, okay, here we go. We're a family. Everybody's a family. You look over and there's like five or six couples with no kids. And maybe one of them is dressing up as one of the dwarfs. That's what I'm that's what I'm thinking. So the thing is, what I I was getting to is that everybody has like a fetish. There's got to be like a comedy fetish groupie group that probably just hangs around shows. There there are and they're mm -hmm. probably... um, Got a couple of STDs, <laughs> but uh, I two two memorable moments for me. Like literally, I was like, "Wow!" I did a show in Marino Valley. Yeah, and as I'm walking off stage, this white girl, big bubble eyes, I never forget her name was Nadine. Oh, Nadine, bodied out. I think she was like from Tennessee, so she was ten dollar cheeseburger thick and illiterate. And she just handed me a note, right? <laughs> yeah, and it, it was a it was a Marino Valley. It's a mm-hmm. place called Cheers or something off of Pigeon Pass Road in the sixty, mm-hmm. and it was a map to her house. Wow. A map. To her house. Wait, what year was this? This was like, whew, this is like 04. Mm, wow. Something like that. Like 04. Mm, yeah, about 04. Before MapQuest. Man. Lord of Mercy. Yeah. The drawing the map, like the stick figure map. And I went to her <laughs> house and it was a happy ending. That's yeah. cool. She, she cleaned it all up. Yeah. So, oh, yeah. yeah. That's but, good. And then I did a show with um, with AJ Johnson and uh, my boy Scroncho out mm-hmm. in um, Decatur, Illinois. Mm-hmm. Great barbecue, by the yeah. way, if you're ever in Illinois. But don't ever, the promoter telling she was from Chicago. And he's like, no, nah, nigga, this is Decatur, Illinois. Yeah. <laughs> like, literally, <laughs> like, we literally, like, we met at the airport. Because basically, it was supposed to be myself, A.J. Johnson, mm-hmm. and uh, his brother, Peanut. A.J. went to jail right before the show. Oh, that'll ruin things. Right. Yeah. So, uh, Peanut, Peanut, his brother's called me like, man, A.J. in jail, man. We're not going to be able to do the show. So, they trying to, we trying to get somebody else. Mm-hmm. He was like, man, I'm going to say, uh, I'm not, I don't want to tell the dudes in jail. I was like, uh, well, what you, what you going to do? Because you know? he was yeah. on the phone. With, they, were on, they were doing the radio spot. He was like, well, uh, I'll just say he was in a car accident. And and then he went to jail. I was like, well, you just going to combine He's going to combine the two lies. I'm like, so wow. so we, we end up booking Scroncho, which is my boy, too. another mentor. He's a dude who was an assistant pimp in How High. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. So, uh, you know, what's mailman, what's packing all them hoes in there? Yeah, yeah. So yeah. Um, we booked him. So then the day before the show, AJ gets out of jail. So now me and Peanuts money go from here 
Oh, to here wow. because we're yeah. not even the feature. We're just, you yeah. know, we're opening You're up for splitting. AJ. You're right. like earth, wind, and fire. You got to split the money. So yeah. I wish we would have had a camera back then just to tape the ride because mm-hmm. literally when we, when we get it to the St. Louis airport, they flew us into St. Louis and then drove us into fucking Decatur, Illinois. Oh, so wow. basically they flew us in. Mm-hmm. They, there was supposed to be a limo, but it was like a little Daihatsu. And so AJ was like, <laughs> man, you, uh, you guys said you had a limo. This is a Lil Mo, like a Lil Mobile, right? <laughs> so, and we're driving through these fucking cornfields. You were expecting the Jolly Green Giant to walk out any moment. <laughs> but the, the barbecue was great after the show. It was just, I can't even talk about it. Yeah. It was, it was a beautiful situation. That's cool. Uh, comic groupies. Yes. Love it. Yes, indeed. <laughs> I have a quick question back, to, back to football. Okay. Sure. Kind of, how do y'all feel about um, Mike McCarthy being fired this, this late in the season? Do you think they should have let him finish or was it time to make a statement? You know, um, with organization, it, you know, again, getting there's so much bigger than football. There's right. organizations, and there has to be a bottom line, and, and there's an ownership group that has to be pleased, and there's the executives that got to be pleased. And I think what happened is they did not see that there was any reason to keep him. They knew he was gone at the end of the did year. Did you see this coming, though? I saw it coming at the end of the year. Yeah, I didn't see it coming now. Um, but I think the thing is you start looking at it, and you say, okay, he's definitely gone at the end of the year. And you probably start looking at – Aaron Rodgers and Aaron Rodgers has probably talked to ex- the you know the leadership group there. Aaron Rodgers fired him. That's probably what happened. <laughs> yeah, because he just got a big payday, huh? Sure. And so you and it's not the first time this has happened. Magic Johnson fired Paul Westhead in the eighties. Right. I think the thing is they looked at it. They said, okay, we could fire him in the season, or or we could have him continue to, to deteriorate this relationship with our quarterback, who was right. our biggest event investment, and by doing so. The quarterback's relationship with us is deteriorating because he sees us as blocking what he wants to do. Absolutely. So you lose to Arizona at home in Green Bay weather. Mm, that's terrible. Yeah, from some dudes from the desert. Yeah, that, two and nine. Yeah, <laughs> that, two that and gives nine you that gives you yeah, a reason. Well, that, that, that just helps my draft pick situation. Yeah. for the yeah. Niners. <laughs> and the thing is, you you gotta you gotta be you gotta have your finger on the pulse of the league. The league is going in the way of the, you know, the McVeighs with the Rams where, Absolutely. okay, we're going to be creative. Yeah. We're going to throw the ball 50 times. We're going to, you know, bring in golf and do shit and 50 receivers on the field. at one. And if your scene is not being creative, which right. is what the gripe was, and on top of it, you're not winning. That's the biggest part. Yeah, you, yeah. You're, it's gone. So that it doesn't surprise me. I thought it, they'd wait till the end of the season, but it wasn't like, holy shit, I'm shocked. It, you know, it, it was something. Dog, what do, what do you think? I just thought they should have waited to the end of the season, man. He did bring you guys a Super Bowl. Right. Yeah. You know, uh, but it was bigger than football. It was the relationship with Aaron Rodgers and him. It, it just wasn't working out. Yeah, and it wasn't going to so get So who are you going to choose? Yeah. You know, just you're going to choose Aaron Rodgers. Mm-hmm. So Aaron Rodgers is ready for a new system. Exactly. They were button, button heads a lot this year. Mm-hmm. You know, and last year a little bit they were button heads. Right, absolutely. Yeah. So it, it was time, but I was surprised how – it all went down. The season's halfway over, mm-hmm. you know, over halfway over. You yeah, know what I'm saying? Right. So it's like, man, it was a little. I was a little surprised, but I knew it was going to happen, right. but just not right now. I didn't think it was going to happen right now either. Yeah. Another question, real quick. Sure. I feel like it's my show. No, go ahead, man. Mikasa's <laughs> and Sukasa. Uh, you can pay for some of these damn bills too. Why you got it? We got any drink up in here? Yeah, man. What you want? Some drink, drink, <laughs> drink, drink. Okay, well. Uh, um, so who is going to be the best at losing, and who gets the number one pick? My Niners or the Raiders? Ooh, I got to see the schedule. <laughs> you know what? It almost doesn't even, answer. It almost doesn't, doesn't even matter, matter doesn't because matter. it's like, um, you know, hey, I'm thinking the Raiders probably going to lose out. They suck. Like, did we ever think that you anybody know? would not 
be better than the Browns? Well, the Browns made moves this year. They really did. And you, I, I didn't see the Browns. I like coming Baker in last. Mayfield too. I like him you too. know. He's going to be all right. They made moves this year. I did not see them coming in last, so I knew that somebody was going to pick up that slack. I I thought that with Garoppolo, the Niners would be there, but of course he got hurt. He got hurt, and they actually, we are on like three or four more primetime games, and they changed the schedule because of Garoppolo getting hurt. Sure. It's all about the money. But you know, the Niners have a couple of good backup quarterbacks that I think they could use as trade bait, too. Mm-hmm. Mullins is, is surprising to me. But then yeah. you didn't realize yeah. this guy broke all of Brett Favre's records in college. Sure. Yeah, so, so it's, it's like, like he's not horrible. No, he's yeah. not. He's in the league for a reason. Yeah. I think, judging by schedule, and both of them have tough schedules coming up. The Raiders play. Pittsburgh, Cincinnati, Denver, Kansas City. Mm. They, they may get Cincinnati. They may beat Cincinnati. I doubt that. We Maybe. got Seattle and the Rams. Hey, but you guys have – who do you have? You have uh, 14. Denver, Seattle, Chicago, and the Rams. I think Niners ha- are the odds-on favorite to get the pick. But the right. thing we got to remember with them, I don't trust either team with making the right pick. Yeah, I'm, I'm forced to go to that Niner, that Niner game in, uh, against Seattle because yeah. I've already bought the tickets last year. But I just so don't want to go. But so, so this money is something back. me and my girl do every every year. We go to one or two games. Oh, okay. mm-hmm. That's that makes cool. sense. Yeah. Keep the relationship yeah. strong. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, built I'm, around yeah. losing. <laughs> <laughs> That's a way to keep it strong. Absolutely. Consistency, baby. Losing. Consistency. Yeah. And speaking of relationships, Kareem Hunt. Oh. <laughs> what? 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 Do you, okay. There's so many angles of this. Good Lord. But I'll, I'll just start with what everybody's thinking. There's a question today. And I think it'd be cool if he didn't just go back and kick the girl. You might yeah, have been almost cool. Almost he cool. pushed her right first. He pushed right? her first, and then he pushed both of them. Yeah, it, well, he bu- it's like he it's bull- like he pushed the dude, and yeah. she was collateral damage. Mm-hmm. And then you went back and kicked her. Yeah, I but, think if you let the kick out, man, you you might have been. And she was white, and yeah, that that's Hello. never. Yeah, that's never. That was thing. terrible. Right. Yeah. And why th- are you staying in a hotel anyway? I think they said like he was at a hotel residency or something. Well, this is the thing. When you are just now making that money, there's a lot of stuff you don't know yet. This is true. And especially if you don't come from it. And I don't know his background, but I'm assuming he didn't come from that type of money. Right. You're in town. You're in Cleveland. Again, if if you're going to Cleveland to party, that's another clue. (laughs) (laughs) Sorry to everyone who listens to Cleveland. But when I think fun, I don't think, oh, my God, Cleveland. Cleveland, Here I come. Let's Let's get everybody together and go to Cleveland. But the big question come out of this is that, is he going to play again? And I'm like, hell yeah, he's going to play again. He's too good not to. Absolutely. It, I mean, and they try to make a comparison with Ray Rice. Ray Rice was well, at the Ray end Ray, of his is, career. He already had like, what, eight eight years in? Yeah. Like so that. it was like, okay, yeah, we'll go get another. We'll draft a running back to replace Ray yeah, Rice. Ray Rice made his money. Sure. Exactly. He's but, still on his rookie deal. Kareem Ooh, Money is. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So, you, so you really, that's a lot of stake here. Yeah. So I think what will happen, no one picked him up today. He's a free agent. Right, you'll see four o'clock deadline. Yeah, you'll see someone in, in camp next year, sort of on a very busy news day, mm-hmm. reach up and grab. Right. <laughs> and then you'll just see it on a ticker. Yeah. No press conference. On the ticker. It's like, oh, you picked up cream. <laughs> yeah, because on the video. He's he looked, a beast, man. Yeah, he, he's dope. I mean, on the yeah. video, he looked like he was a thug with four felonies. Sure. But when he had to talk to ESPN, he was like, oh, I'm so sorry for what I did. <laughs> yeah. Just, oh, but wait, did you hear like. He sounded like he was an Ivy Leaguer. <laughs> <laughs> He was like, he was like, you know, I'm getting treatment for it now. And she was like, have you started? And he was like, uh, I will be getting treatment for it now. <laughs> <laughs> was like, nigga, you need to have it all together. You right, can't right. be, you get, this, you is, this is big this your life, buddy. Yeah. So I'm sure you don't have a, a bachelor's degree, a bachelor's of science. Yeah. No, I'm telling you. But the verdict is, I think he plays again. 
Uh, it it really sometime depends. next year. Yeah, sometime next year. It depends on how long. Next year? Yeah. Well, it depends on how long the NFL keeps them on the exempt list. And I think what what they're, they're probably waiting for is to see if any charges will be filed Absolutely. and how that progresses. If he's not charged, then you can't necessarily well, keep him out. They did to, well, uh, I guess you can. What they did to what's the boy name Ezekiel Elliott? Yeah, yeah. Sorry, my phone going off, but. He had never had no charges pressed against him, right? Yeah, exactly. And see, so he got his six he games. Got, yeah. Was so it six? Oh, yeah. I think it was was it six four or four? Or six. I think it started at six, went to four, oh, if yeah, I remember right. I think so. But no, I think he plays probably next year, but without you know, without knowing if he'll be charged. That's all right. Right, right, right. So he wants to he, he he probably wants to resolve that as soon as possible. Yeah. Like he probably wants to get in front of a judge as soon as possible. Yeah, that that would be Ruben wise. Ruben Foster got picked up so Kareem Hunt get picked the, up. That's well, that, exactly well, that's right. the thing though, but the but Ruben Foster got picked up and now everybody's looking at the league like, "Hold up. This mm-hmm. is this second this is a second warning." Yeah. Sure. And then like it's too soon to mm-hmm. pick up Kareem Hunt. Well, yeah, yeah, it is right now, but you know, I mean, hey. you never know. He might get picked up in a week. You damn right. Some people are like let it die down for a minute. Yeah. We'll deal with it. And at the end of the day, the thing is about putting butts in seats. Right. And if he comes and he's successful, at least in that city, wherever he plays, there'll be a long line of forgivers. Absolutely. <laughs> oh, I've met Kareem, and he's a nice guy. Right. You know, that sort of thing. Let so, me ask you another question. Does, sure. Does Kareem Hunt not being there, does that just totally uh, mess up KC's chances? It messes it up a little to a certain extent mm-hmm. because uh, Ware's not that explosive. Right? Sure. You know, but Mahomes is. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But that just made, like, Kareem Hunt run stronger than where. You know, he's a big play waiting to happen at any right. given Absolutely. moment. Absolutely. Yeah. So it does change. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, they turn into really more of a passing team now. Like, right. Sure. You know, Mahomes you, is going to have to win so the game. And that defense is going to have to step up. Yeah, yeah, Kareem Hunt took a lot of pressure off Mahomes. Absolutely. You know? Yeah. Where's not the same running back? No, you you lose one weapon in terms of someone that is a one-play, one-touchdown guy and you start to worry about the psyche of the team like can the psyche handle losing kareem hunt they they responded well this week and they won but, the raiders yeah well yeah the raiders. <laughs> that doesn't really count but you just wonder if for long term could they handle losing that type of weapon of course they still have kelsey have Tariq kill they have mahomes they have everybody every fast receiver in the league basically so you know it uh i does it does it keep them? Does that mean they don't go to the Super Bowl? Not necessarily. Right. I, if they don't go to the Super Bowl, it'll be because they don't stop anybody. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah, man. My, my boy, man. Black Mama. He just don't get no more runs. Ever since um, Hill came to town. Oh, yeah. oh um, out of Crenshaw. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you see, he's got a little. He's he's his supposed body. to be a specialty player though, right? Yeah, his his. Well, he ain't even returning kicks or nothing. Yeah, we're talking about. Um, De'Anthony Thomas. De'Anthony Thomas from Crenshaw High School. He banged up. Is he banged up? He's not returning kicks. He has to be banged up. Yeah. No, but I just seen him just in a few like slot situations like, oh, okay. this year. Like they're not. They're like whatever. Yeah. No. In Crenshaw at Crenshaw, he was ridiculous. He was stupid. Ridiculous. All up and down the field against Culver City. Yeah. It was, it was ridiculous. But, and Dorsey. Yeah. Yeah. But no, I think his body is at still... Oregon. He has he has the longest run from scrimmage in the sure. Rose Bowl. So. Yeah, I think he he's his body is his not type. NFL friendly to right. use it more than you know a certain number of plays. And right. I think that's why they 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 haven't. I just uh, hope it works out for him. I hope he can have a career. Oh yeah, well shit, he's been in the league now what four or five, five, years? Four or five years? Well shit, that, yeah, right? something like, six, something yeah, like that. So six. shit, he's, he's, he's got his money. Hopefully, yeah, hopefully, right. yeah. All right, are we done here, folks? Man, we done. Fantasy people, it's drink time. Okay, we gonna have a drink. <laughs> 
Ladies and gentlemen, it's been a pleasure this season bringing you this show. It's our first season, and we hope you enjoyed it. We've gone to Vegas and done a podcast and got some good support from that podcast. Hope to return I this season. I want to go on a Vegas trip, man. Well, sign up. We'll be there again next season at the FFPC, the football, sorry, Fantasy, FFPC, Fantasy Football Players Championship. I always screw up the name. We'll be back there next uh, next year. Um, we're thinking this is the last show for this season because we don't have any more advice to give you. If you're, if you're, if you're not in the playoffs, you're like me sitting there waiting. I'll be here by myself next week, y'all. <laughs> and if you are in the playoffs, you probably don't need our advice. Right. So, And they're, they're limited players to choose from at this point. So good luck. Hope yeah, you win your kicker. title. Yeah, go get a kicker or two, pick up one on a, you know, on a on a whim, whatever. Lose your mind, do whatever. So, good luck. Hope you win your games. Hope you uh, are successful in the playoffs. Playoffs. We'll see you guys again next year. Um, our contact information at my big black FP on Twitter. Also, I'm at b underscore m b b f p like my big black fantasy podcast. And our email address. It's like Catholic porno. <laughs> <laughs> right? Yeah, it's a catchy name. That's why we use it. Our so e- risque. <laughs> it's like right there, but pull it back. Big Black Fantasy Podcast. <laughs> email, our email address is email us at mybigblackfantasypodcast.com. Been a pleasure, folks. We'll see you next year. Draft smart. Get ready to start thinking about what you're doing for the draft if, yeah. you're, if you're out of the playoffs like me. Peace out. Peace out, everybody. Nico, thank you for joining right, thank us. Thank you for having me. I can't wait to come back. All right, everybody. Go get that win. See you next year. In a minute. Let's get this money and that like a damn fool. Come on, act stupid and jump in the damn pool. Huh. Bone chicks in me and their man's cool. Come on, I'm singing. Just get your bank up. Huh. We be digging together, you bankrupt. Come on, line we full of finesse, y'all. Huh. Yeah. See me get pumped, we finna to bless y'all. Come on, don't talk about it, be about it. Shut up, my people come and be around it. What up? Come on, let's to the fullest now. Huh. Suckers ain't knowing how we gonna put it down. Come on, cock in and shoot the spray it down.